This is Vanessa and Vanessa and this is Shit on the Table. We are a grooming podcast for groomers by groomers. We talk about the everyday life of grooming, hot topics, and tell your stories. All right. I know we've been uh, in and out of our recording, recording like at least once a month. Sorry, guys. I've been crazy. Yeah. Well, I haven't been feeling too hot because I'm constantly changing my medications. And then your children are like turning into like cannibals. So that's difficult because you have to keep one eye open. So you're going to be always tired. Right. <laughs> right. My daughter is cutting, we think, three teeth right now. There's for sure two. Her two front teeth are coming in. And there's one that looks like it's a tooth, but it could just because her whole top mouth is swollen. So I can't tell if one is cutting. Yeah. So she's been not wanting to sleep. The last two nights have been great. She's fallen asleep wonderfully. The night we were originally supposed to record, it took me about an hour and a half to get both of them to sleep. And I won't let that happen again. Not that like it will, won't take that long because you can't really plan that. But my husband works 12 hours on Fridays and Saturdays. So we'd agreed that like if I'm when I'm putting the kids to sleep around 7, 730, he can't come upstairs and see them because they get way too excited. So it kind of just like ruins all the effort that I've put into trying to put them to sleep. Yeah. And so I didn't want to get them excited. And so I didn't tap out because usually we will tap out if, you know, we're getting too stressed out and we need, maybe they'll have different success than I will, vice versa. Yeah. So I did not tap out. And I just like was having a hard time regulating. And so by the time I came downstairs, my regulating was just so tapped out <laughs> that like I almost start I was trying to start a fight with Harvey <laughs> <laughs> and was saying like nasty shit because I was just like so done. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't deal with anything right now. So that's why we didn't record. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I was very stressed. Because it's so different, you know, when you have one asleep and then the one, one finally falls asleep and then the other one wakes up and then it just keeps going back and forth, back and forth. And like, you're just getting so frustrated. Yeah. yeah mine, are, mine are not the same age. They do that, but they're not the same age. So they're just a pain in the butt. Yeah, my friend, my friend's getting evicted right now, and so she is was I don't know if she's still considered or, but she was like TikTok famous or whatever, and she's going through like a very nasty divorce, so she's getting evicted. This is both Vanessa and I's friend, and she has 
she had five cats. Her ex-husband stole one of her cats. And then she has four others, like, for herself. And, like, she's moving cross-country. And she can't take all of her fucking cats. So I inherited one of her cats. I did take the sweetest cat that she has. Like, it's the sweetest cat she has. And... So she's like chilling in my house, but my original cat's kind of mad, but my original cat is like, I bring in dogs in and out of my house all the time. And so she's constantly, she's constantly getting mad at me. Like she's looking at me. That's why she doesn't love me as much as she loves everyone else. (laughs) Um, cause she's like, bitch, why are you bringing in some dogs? And she's not aggressive. They are, they're not attacking each other. They're just like, she's just mad. Like, she's just kind of, like, sniffing and, like, puffing out her tail and, like, getting mad at me and stuff. It's really cute. I'm not going to lie. It is so cute when she's mad. Yeah. Um, But she's kind of used to, like, me bringing in foreign beasts into my house. So, anyway, this is, like, all kind of, like, after Super Zoo. So, like, I'm all tired this week. My boss asked me how I know you're still wearing your uniform. Yeah, I know. I worked today and I actually had like three dogs because they're doing like um, construction at my work. So I won't be working for two weeks. Um, So like I'm trying to get as many dogs as I can this week, which is only a few. But um, and I didn't work for Super Zoo the week of Super Zoo. But she asked me how was Super Zoo? And I was like. Um, it was lame and I'm not going to say it was lame because it was super zoo. It was lame because like, I just was not having it. I wasn't having it. So I went the first two days and then the only time I actually went on the convention floor was with you. And that was what, for 35 minutes, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. That was it. Yeah. I never went back. I never went back Wednesday. I never went back Thursday. I just couldn't do it. And like, I wasn't feeling good after those two days, I was tired. And then like, even when I was there, I just did not want to be social. Like I haven't been social in almost a year. And then two years prior, we were all like closed up. And so like, it just kind of sucked. And the classes seemed not so great to me either. Like I didn't have a good time in the classes either. And we're going to get into that because yeah. that's, the, that's the topic that I have. But what about you? How was your Super Zoo experience? I mean, it was fine per se. Like it wasn't the whole like uh, the whole trying to even register thing like put me off. Okay. So I saw on the Facebooks and the interwebs people like like going at it not at it with each other but like at it fuck super zoo fuck the registration why is it so difficult it's like if you got denied with one email that means you couldn't use that email at all i had to use a very like private email that i didn't want to use like (laughs) when i was trying to do my feet thing um I had to use that email and it's very, it's not conspicuous as to what that email is used for. It's a Lily Grace toes. 
That's weird. I had to, that's so weird, but I had to use my husband's high school email. Yeah. Like it's fucking insane. Like they didn't give you like a second chance with any emails. And I think we went through between me and my husband, we went through every single email. And we couldn't even use last year's email, even though they said that they wiped the inner, they wiped the registration. I and did. Everybody- I used all my emails, classics. No, that's, that's my point. You couldn't use the email that you used last year. And we used groomer humor last year. And we, we can use-, use it for not for the registration, but just for like confirmation, like the receipt. Yeah, we used it. When I signed us up originally as influencers, that was the original email we got denied because she said we weren't influency enough. Yeah. So yeah, we were able to use it. It just we weren't influency enough. So and then we couldn't like put our names into other categories. No. Um, with those same emails. Cause then we no. just got denied for the same thing, even though we're like, we didn't put that. We like switched it up, but we kept getting denied for influencing. And it's like, okay, fine. We're not, we're not special. I get it. I get it. Like, I get it. You don't need to resend this email. Like I get it. <laughs> like heard you the first time loud and clear. So yeah. Consider us humbled. Okay. So <laughs> registration was a nightmare for super zoo and it didn't seem like it was just us. It was a lot of people. And you know what? I don't know if they're ever going to fix that because I feel like every year I have an issue with registrating registration for super zoo as just a per- like an individual. You have to like either be like a large group or I don't know. Yeah. Because you had to be able to provide a thousand dollar receipt from a reputable grooming business that they would recognize within that in this year. So it's I, I didn't thought, have that. I thought it said ten thousand dollars worth of re- like worth of uh, purchases, like receipts. Um, I believe it was a thousand. You had to have ten thousand followers. Yeah, but I get the influencer said 10,000 receipts. Either way, it was just like, well, then how do individuals get to go? Like without being able to provide those receipts, even just as a groomer or a bather. Well, I didn't. I can tell you how because I didn't provide those receipts because I don't have the like, I don't even think I've spent a thousand dollars in supplies this year. Yeah. um, For my business. So I had to use a business flyer that I had made like several years ago and then my business license and my website and that was it that just seems like a lot it is it was very frustrating very frustrating yeah um but I mean Andis I don't believe was there um of course, Aussie Dog isn't showing up anymore. Are no. they even? Are they even still in business? No, I think they sold. I think they sold to Franken and Row. I think. I think so. But that sucks. 
Oh, they had like the best nail clippers and now they're gone. Yeah. Forever. Mm-hmm. So I bought the Ryan several years ago. And I have to say they've held up nicely. Um they work, but I don't do big dogs, so I don't know if the small ones would work on big dogs, because that's what I liked about the Aussie dog clippers is that you could use them on both. Um, I did get a brush um, through Chris Christensen for blow drying, like a pin brush. And I used that today. Definitely a learning curve. So I'll keep you posted. (laughs) At least you're a little bit more honest about this one. Because I remember last Super Zoo, or wasn't last Super Zoo, but it was in Pasadena. You got a brush to blow dry with. And you were so excited and hyped for a couple months. And then I think I helped you. And you're like, this brush is shit. I hate it. It's the Arturo brush. Just use my comb. (laughs) Just use this one. Yeah, it was the Arturo (laughs) flipper brush. And I hate it. I hate it. But so, because my Bichons are weekly. And so their coat was starting to mat up a little bit in between. So I was mm-hmm. thinking that like I was breaking their coat with too much slicker. So I wanted a pin brush to fluff dry. Yeah. And I, I, I really hope that I like it in the future because it was $40. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, it worked great on my Maltese. I will say that. Um, but on the Bashan, which I specifically was telling her, that's what I was going to be using it on. It didn't feel like it was doing anything like stretching the coat. Yeah. Um, so then I followed through afterwards, obviously with the slicker and it fluffed up really nicely. Um, so if so anybody... The- so the pin brushes, I have one of the Chris Christensen pin brushes and they work the best with heated tools. That's so what like, I use. So if your blow dryer is high heat, it's yeah. going to work really well. Uh, it's all on high heat. I have a human blow dryer. Uh, well, then I don't know. It works the best with heat. That's all I know. Yeah, that's what I use. Baby Bliss Titanium. That's the brand. And it like sprays ions. It gets really hot. So I don't know. It just. It was. It was okay. We'll see. We'll see how. She said it was going to be a learning curve. So if anybody has any tips. It was. A G something. G27 I think. Was the brush. Um, it's a very pretty brush. yeah and i used it on my hair and it felt really nice so if anything it'll just make its way inside my home yeah Um, but so i just watched demos i honestly i didn't walk around um because i was by myself so we brought the twins the first day and we were there for a couple hours and then my son had a doctor's appointment so we had to go do that. Um, it was fine. And then the second day, I met up with Ciara and um, her friend. And I really hate that I don't remember her name. 
Harissa? No, was not. Oh. Um, we did meet, like, I'll get to that in a second, but because she was super chill, I really enjoyed her company. Um, we were wearing like the same shade of lipstick. She had like a cute, these cute earrings that were like poof balls that were bright pink. Um, and then she's also a trailer girl, just like me. It was great at that trailer life. Um, so we just had like a lot in common. And so that was really cool. Um, but she was nice. And I have to say, Ciara knows anybody who's anybody. Like any person that was walking by, we're like, hey, girl, hey, girl. And I'm just like starstruck because she just has that energy that like everybody yeah. loves. And like she's has to know everyone. And like I admire that because it's not, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. Um, that sounds draining to me. Um, so it's kind of cool. Like if you ever want to be in the presence of some, an it girl, she's it. And I don't oh, for sure. think it girl's derogatory, right? Like that's still a cool thing to say. What? It girl? It girl, yeah. I have no idea. I just, she just has a, just like one yeah. of those personalities that draws a lot of people into her, you know? Yeah. Um, she's just really cool. Yeah. She, Arissa, who is, uh, she's Insta famous, I guess we could say. I'm sure she's famous in other ways too, but I know her from Instagram. She's a fabulous groomer. You should check her out. Um, then she ran in, Jody ran into her and it's not even like, we were just like chit chatting. And anytime like someone walked by, they'd be like, Hey, Sarah, Hey, and I'm just like, ah, <laughs> <what's> <laughs> like, like, yeah, everyone's saying hi to you. Like, how do you do it? Um, but Jody, the one that you took the class of, came up to her and they were chit chatting. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> um, and then she was. What is your last name? Who? Jody. I don't know. You said it. You said it to me. I can't remember. She was on, um, what's that show? Who's perfect. perfect with her son. Yeah. Um, and then, I took her class and I absolutely, I love her. I just hated her class. <laughs> <laughs> I really did. I really hated her class. Was it just because the dog was dirty or? No, that wasn't that class. Um, but, um, shoot. I don't have the names written down. Jane Gallagher. Oh, so I got the wrong name. Okay. I Jane think you were Gall thinking of Jody, Jody Murphy. No, I was thinking of Jane Gallagher. Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking of. That's the face that I'm seeing. Yeah. Her work is really cool. And it, okay, so like I took her freestyling class at Super Zoo and they had technical difficulties for like the first, it's an hour long class, guys, the first 15 minutes. And then once they started like, adapting and i don't want to say things were fixed the technical difficulties were not fixed so they didn't have their dog right i guess it was late or it wasn't late they it was her first class she even said it was like her first class that she was teaching and so like they had this really cool introduction 
um, like PowerPoint presentation that they were having technical difficulties with and they couldn't get it up. So then they adapted and basically put the laptop in front of the camera, the projector. Right. And so they started like going through the PowerPoint presentation while her son kind of just held up the laptop in front of the camera. And so like they restarted the whole presentation and like the first half is just kind of explaining what her freestyle is and like the fusion that she does and why she likes it. And then like kind of explaining who she is and, um, like, and then going from that. So like we lost 15 minutes of with technical difficulties. And then it takes 15 minutes to get through the introduction of the PowerPoint presentation before she even starts grooming. And then when she started grooming, we literally got through one cuff on the first, like one foot. And then, um, a little bit of a spiral detail in the tail and then the reverse diaper she just kind of carved that into but like it would nothing else so like she was explaining like how you can add these cool things in and like you know freestyle this room and then but like we got through almost no techniques it didn't like it the the groom did not coalesce like the presentation was just like a flop i think she was really cool she reminded me a lot like kind of like you like all over the place as far as like the brain goes but like I feel like if she was like in a different setting she would be a really it would be a really good class but that class flopped so bad and then I didn't go to her other class she had two classes because I wanted to go to a different class anyway but um her her other class was packed full and it was freestyling faces so like mine was just freestyling introduction or techniques or i don't know what it was but like it was just freestyle and then the the second class that she taught was the faces and i i didn't go to it so i don't know but like she seems really cool and her work is beautiful it was that class was just a fucking flop i don't i think it was just like it was just a flop there was like only like 15 minutes of actual grooming because we had to get through so much before we got to the grooming. And then she was introducing like color pens and like other things. And it just, it didn't work out. It did not work out. And it just, I don't know, but she seemed really cool. And she kind of reminded me of you, like an older version of you. Um, yeah. I saw her do a demo with the pens um, at the baby. Ryan's was there. Oh, I was saying Andis wasn't there. I'm yeah, I'm pretty positive Ryan's was there. And she was manning like there was like a sub area for the Ryan's booth. And yeah. um so she was doing a creative demo with the pens. And I have to say, like those pens are pretty cool and I'd be interested in the pens instead of the actual pigment going into the airbrush. It's pens going into the airbrush. Yeah. So she was kind of like showing how to do that and it was like so basically, you should have just you done the free demo, but she was a mess for the free demo too. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh my God. And she's just the certain things that she was saying, like, it's so easy, like easy for me. And like, just the way she was wording stuff is like, God damn, I say shit like that. Like, I want it quick or else I'm not doing it. Like, if it's not quick, I'm not going to do it. I want things to make my life easier. Yeah. And she was hella selling me on that kit. And I'm like, I don't even have dogs that would even want this right now. Like, 
but I exactly. want to buy it. I know. I wanted to like, cause she was, she was using, it was, it was an airbrush. It was an airbrush machine, but with the pen attachment to it. Yeah. Right. And I wanted it and I'm like, I would, ne I'm never going to use it. And yeah. she's like, I use this all the time, every day in my, in my salon. And the fact that she was like talking about how like she does whatever she wants with her dogs, like any dog that comes in, she does whatever they want. She wants like it's her salon. She does whatever she wants. Like it's just, she just had a, she's a really cool, she seems really cool. She has a really cool attitude. Like she's like a cool groomer. Um, but, and yeah, those things were really interesting, but I'm never going to fucking use them because I like, I'm not, she's like, it just adds a little bit of fun and takes no time. And I'm like, I like it. I like everything about it, but I'm never going to use it. Nobody wants color in my salon. I but have then, color. Nobody wants like, it. Like she didn't say that in the free, uh, the thing that I do whatever I want. Like she said, like, I do things that make me happy. And so, but now that she's saying that I could, I'm just like now in my head, like maybe I should buy it and just do it. Like, where are they going to go? <laughs> Where are they gonna go? You know what I mean? Like, where are they gonna go? I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have like a couple clients that would be like, well, as long as it doesn't like get on my furniture, like, yeah, you could do it, do whatever you want. And just like, yeah, do it. <laughs> I knew when I knew when she said, like, hey, it's like almost no mess or like mess free. And I'm like, oh, Vanessa's gonna want that. Oh, yeah. Like, if it's like almost easy cleanup and like no mess on her trailer, she's gonna want it. Oh yeah, I want it. Like <laughs> so cool. Yeah. So the first day of the classes, I wanted to go to the Bichon class. And I missed I got the last half hour of it. And now that I look back, I didn't take any ADD medication like both those days. And I don't remember any of that class. Was there an actual Bichon there? Yes. And yeah. she did. And she did like the show Ruffin. And she was English um, or British. And um, she was just like really cool. And the dog looked beautiful. And I missed the first half hour of it. I, ma I made it to it. And then, okay. So this is the classes that I took. If you guys are interested. Um, the beautiful Bichon by Allison Rogers. She was really nice. Um, and I didn't know the Bichon Frise was from the Canary Islands. And so now I want to go to the Canary Islands. So just like then, running free range. Huh? <laughs> so they just run around free range Bichon. Could you I imagine free range Bichon? A little aggressive little bastards. You know what I mean? Maybe. <laughs> I could just see it, them running in packs. <laughs> and then they're like not people friendly. And when you go to try and pet them, cause they're so cute and fluffy and they just like fucking try and take your hand off. I want, I want to be Sean now. I love be Sean's. So then I was like, okay, I'm not going to go to this one class. I'm not going to go to this other class. I don't want to go to this other class. Um, so then I went to, it's time to work on your grooming business, not just in your grooming business. I don't know why I went to this one. I don't know either. <laughs> it was like, it's just like about like, 
I don't know. I thought it would be like a refresher course to like to hear empowering things. And it really, it's one of those kind of things where like, yeah, it, it was, it was, I don't know. It wasn't for me. And she's selling her book. She had good information, but I remember way back in the day, super zoo used to do like part one and part twos of like certain classes. You yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like the classes that I went to weren't part one or part two to anything. So it was just like an hour of information, but it was like cliff notes and it didn't give you enough. And it's just, it bothered me so much. And then I went to Dave Campanella's Shed Happens. I see him on Facebook with Best Shot all the time. Yeah, he uh, works for them or owns Best Shot. Um, he just works for them. Um, but like he did the demo on shed happens and it was again, not everything I already know about like shedding. Um, I don't know why I took that class and then I was going, I didn't want to go to any, I didn't want to go to Jess Rona's class and I don't know, like, I feel like, huh? You should have went. I don't know. Some of these classes are just like, okay, so again, like they just, it's not enough time to get this information in. And I just didn't want to go to that class. What was her class? It was just like a blueprint, technical blueprint on how to balance every dog. And I'm like, okay. And then I didn't want to go to the poodle finish work. I didn't want to go to the faces uh, doodles. I didn't go to the doodle class. I didn't go to any class that I should have gone to because I didn't want to. <laughs> um, I did go to, oh, and then I skipped Allison Rogers drop coated breeds cause I was tired and I just went home. And so then, like uh, you missed a lot of possibly good classes and okay, you just, but like, picked all the shitty ones out of the bunch. I really did because I usually try to get the obscure ones because they always have like really good information. But I've already I did. I've already taken doodle. Like I already know what I need to know about doodles. I've already taken face classes. Um, She is the doodle queen. Listen to her. (laughs) I didn't say I was the doodle queen. (laughs) She knows all. I just know, I just know enough. So then I was like, oh, I'll just take refresher courses and get some good information. And then, um, I heard I, Jess Rona does put on good classes from what I've been hearing. And I don't, um, I don't doubt it. It's just that these classes are just not enough when it comes to watching technical classes. And then when I go to the non-technical classes, like they're lame. It's just information that is just like, it's almost like you're watching an advertisement versus like, like very legit like good information and so then yeah. the, and so then tuesday i was determined right to take better classes so the first class i went to was hand stripping 101 and that one was a really good class because i know nothing about hand stripping and so because i know nothing it was great and then um I didn't you know, go to I've the- given up on hand stripping classes because you know what? The idea sounds great, but I'm not going to do it. See, I want to, I like every time I take these technical classes, like I keep getting drawn further and further closer to hand stripping because I want to hand strip. Like I want to be able to do that, but I don't have hand stripping clients. 
um, yeah, to advertise for them. But then, but that's the problem is that I don't feel like I have enough information to even start well, hand you stripping. Even done hands on learning. You need a mentor, which I'm pretty exactly. Positive there are hand stripping groomers out here. You just have to find them. Uh, I've already reached out to a few of them, but like they're not taking in any mentorships right now locally. So, when like, was the last I was, time you asked, um, have you offered compensation? No, I'm not, I'm not going to right now because I'm broke. But last year, yeah. I looked into one of the groomers in like the Centennial area. I guess she does strip and she just strips schnauzers. So I was like, okay, well, I kind of want to know. Um, and then, but I don't have the time but I still want to do it. So like, it's still on the back burner, like hand stripping is still on the back burner. Yeah. But like, yeah, like you said, you have to, you have to have a mentor for it. And then you also have to have the dogs. And then you also have to like, even the lady was like, Hey, if you're just starting off, you can do maybe discounts if you want to, and just kind of start with that. And then just keep them on a rotation. And I was like, okay, well, discounts are going to fly because it's not my business. And I really don't want to do that either, you know? So yeah. they don't have anyway, to so I already did the, and then all of a lot of these groom, like a lot of the classes we've already taken, like the dermatology one I took. Yeah. And he doesn't really ever refresh his stuff. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And then Corina Storm, Stamworthy's classes are really cool, but like hers are kind of broken up into like weird categories. And then I didn't go to the Jane Gallagher one with, oh, the hybrid three styling is the one I went to and that just flopped. And then I went to, um, and then there's like a lot of people like prepping your dog for competition. Um, I, thought I went to that one, but I don't know why I would go to that one. I don't think I went to that one. I've already taken a hiding structural flaw flaws with, um, that one was with Victor, but the last one I saw with the, the structural flaws class was with Irina and that one was really good. And then I did the American Cocker show trim. Now this was the one I was texting you the whole time in because the groomer was so pissed. She did a really good job, but the she dog, came, the dog came to her poorly prepped shit all down its backside. And this is supposed to be a show competition show, uh, cocker trim. So she's going over the complete structure, stripping or, uh, um, stripping the coat and, um, carding the coat, all of it. Like she goes over everything that you would in a show competition how do you do that in an hour she did it i showed you the picture it looked amazing afterwards yeah. and you if you look up close like to the dog obviously it's like it's not finished and she even said like this is not obvious this is show competition but i'm just showing you the structure i'm just showing you the outline and the blueprint of it and she did it really really fast and really really good and it all came together in the end but her fucking face was beat fucking red. She was so embarrassed. Her microphone wasn't working and her dog was disgusting and like awfully prepped. And she was just so pissed. Like this is not what it's going to look like. And so, but it came together beautifully. So she, it was a really good class. And then I went to see her. She also did a class with clippering a Wessie. And I sent you that picture and it looked really cute. Yeah. 
So like, I didn't like the classes because I just, I don't know. I'm kind of over. I was over it. You took I really some like weird the classes. classes. We took, huh? You took some weird classes though. But I always take weird classes like, and they always You took turn a business really- class, but you don't have a business. I don't know why I took that one. And it was the only business class I took. All the other ones were grooming. But I thought it was just like, um, it was like talking about like how if you're burnt out or whatever. And I was like, I'm not burnt out because I'm not even working. But like, hey, this might be good. Like if I wanted to like, just like have like, you know, like ideas or whatever. And it was just an advertisement for her book. I didn't take anything away from it that I already don't know or I already don't know from you. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. I take weird classes and I always get really good information out of the weird classes I take. And it just wasn't it this year. Yeah. I didn't even look at classes. I, one, really didn't have the money. Uh, I would have rather spent my money on items that I needed. And I could have done both um, without adding more debt that we're trying to get out of. So I spent my money on two items. Um, I'm bummed because when you sent me like your classes that you were taking, I would have definitely been interested in taking the Bichon class, but I couldn't have gone anyways. I didn't have a babysitter on Tuesday or one Monday. Sorry. Um, so I wouldn't have been able to gone, but I might have done the Jess Rona one because I'm going to put my, what is it? My foot in mouth. <laughs> Right? That's the same. Um, so I was talking like, I think, shit, like a couple episodes ago. Um, but I saw this chick post on one of the grooming pages that she took the Jess Rona um, uh, seminar, whatever, the online course or whatever I was probably talking shit about. And I have to say, you didn't talk. Sh- you talked to. Sh- you- no, I remember we were t- we were looking. At- I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but we no, were we online. It was on the talk- podcast when we were looking up the actual classes because you were saying these classes are really really cool because it was like a really good format the way she planned out the classes and it was a pretty decent price. No, it was expensive. No, it was it was expensive, but it was it was decently priced for what it gave you. Yeah, I think it was like eight video course uh, of certain things like an entire dog but it was broken up in eight videos and i think it was like five hundred dollars yeah i remember looking at the website with you and it was a i remember you saying it was a relatively well formatted class but again i don't i don't think a lot of these technical classes at super zoo because they, they do them differently now. I just don't think, I don't think, I don't think they're very good. Like Pasadena's classes were really, really good. And if you sit down through like a whole demo, um, like that seems a little bit more worth it than going to these classes, to be honest. Cause well, I, remember I definitely to- agree that it is just like an advertisement. And that's exactly why I would have taken the class. Because I could have seen how well she teaches and if it was something that I would be able to learn from, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I would have been more inclined to possibly purchasing some sort of class 
um, or seminar or whatever online just to see what her teaching style is. Is she technically that great? Like all that stuff because the chick utilized her learnings in real life and like her flared leg was great. And I'm like, you know, maybe she does teach that well. And the chick had a rave review of the the lesson. So I think Groomhaus has actually a class with um, Jess Rona. I think it's like eighty bucks. I might, I might get it. But I'm in like this weird place with just life where like I'm not excited about grooming. Well, you're also not really expanding either. You're kind of just like towing the line out of necessity because like your babies are so little and you can only work so much like physically anyway, you know, back in school. So like, how are you supposed to use anything cool or new techniques if you're doing the same dog, same haircuts? Yeah. Every every two, every week, every three weeks, you know what I mean? Like you have the same set of clients and you're not going to expand right now. So it's not really that exciting if nothing new is going to happen, you know? Maybe I could talk my Bishan lady into doing something crazy. Like still very much keep the short body fluffy look, but like maybe she'll let me do like a pinched leg instead of, Cause we have her in like modified, you know, Bashan cut still maybe do the round fluffy head, but maybe I can carve out the ears. You know what I mean? And mm. like get rid of the fucking crest. I hate crests, but I think she likes the crest, but I hate crests so much. I do too. What is even their purpose? But anyways, it's just to keep it a certain way, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll get excited. Like, maybe I'll go to Pasadena. I don't know. Yeah, I want to go to Pasadena. Um, I The babies will be over a year. Maybe we could all go as, like, a family. But, <laughs> bless you. Thank but you. We just go alone. You know what I mean? Like, they come, but, like, we can go party when we want to. Because the men's will be there. Yeah, like, I'm just... I'm just breastfeeding. That's it. Like, and then Harvey and the kids could, like, go do something else. And we go party at Pasadena. And party at night or something. Yeah, like, I... I don't know. Super Zoo just was not it for me this year. Um, I wasn't really excited to go. I kept forgetting that Super Zoo was coming up. I just, I just wasn't in it mentally, emotionally. It was just, I just went, was there. Um, I think too, because it was just another year that I had to go by myself, you know? And like, I totally get why. Cause I'm but, dying every year. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was sad, 
and just like I don't want to be here <laughs> I was the same way because when I took the classes like anytime I had a break I just sat by myself and ate and chilled out and I just didn't want to be around people like I had to wear a mask the whole time because like I'm on immunosuppressants and I'm like this is gonna be Oh, and then I got, like, a ton of warnings, like, I was in contact with. So, somebody got COVID at SuperZoo, just so you guys know, because we don't have those CDC warnings that pop up on our phones, like, here in Vegas. Like, they barely pop up. I've never seen them pop up. But after I went to SuperZoo, the day after I went to SuperZoo, the thing on the CDC warning said that I came in contact with somebody who had COVID, who had tested positive for COVID. Like right after Super Zoo. So I'm assuming when I was at Super Zoo, somebody wh whose cell phone is being tracked by my cell phone um, or whatever pinged close to me. I don't know. But I'm like double vaxxed and max masked up because I'm not trying to die. So um, and then I wasn't around people at all all week except for at Super Zoo. So. But I didn't want to be there. I just didn't. Yeah, it was... I'm just, like, in a weird mental place um, when it comes to, like, getting stuff done. Mm -hmm. So, I read this really cool article, and I still have it saved, but it's from... It was from Groomer to Groomer with Mario Quendo, and it's it was an article about what to do if you can't groom anymore. And she literally broke it down, like, different things that you can do within staying or staying within um, the industry, the industry. And I was like, this is so freaking interesting. And this is so great. Like, why didn't anybody start like writing these articles sooner? And the way she broke it down was so informative. So like, I thought that was really cool. And it kind of gave me a little bit more of like a refreshing feeling. Um, huh? Send it to me. I will for sure. So then like my, the spirals and juices of creativity were like starting to spin in my head. Cause I always do whenever I get cool new information, I start thinking about cool things. We come up with brilliant ideas, but I never really executed, but the article kind of, it's a small article too. So it kind of goes into the way of how you can kind of execute it, like where to start, blah, blah, blah. But I just thought that was kind of interesting. So like, if you're feeling down or like feeling a little bit lost, but you don't feel like you can break away. She gave up some pretty good options. Hmm. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. I mean, Harvey's excited or enthused of the with the idea of expanding the business because it would financially help us, but not expand it in the typical way um, with other groomers, but expanding with bathers. And I kind of enjoy that idea. Because the training is not as intense. Um, and I think bathers are, would be a little bit easier to find than a groomer. Um, so we're kind of toying with that idea. But there was a trailer company at um, Super Zoo. And he, you know, was, he was pretty chill. His trailer was pretty nice. 
Um, it was very plain Jane. Um, but like the build overall, I think was sturdy. Um, so Harvey's just like, what if we did that? Like, just get it done. And it costs like $35,000, which in the grand scheme of things, that's not horrible. That's not expensive. Like that's for a business loan. That's not that, that much. No, a hand V van is a hundred and thirty-five thousand. Did they go up because they were like sixty, eighty? No, they're expensive. The hand V vans are expensive because they're BMW vans. I thought they were Mercedes. I was just reading a thread. Oh, Mercedes. That's what I'm thinking. They're Mercedes vans, yeah, and they only do Mercedes vans. They won't do Fords, and yeah, they're like one hundred and thirty-five thousand. Oh, they must have went up extremely up because they weren't that much like they were in competition with uh, wagon tails. Price yeah, was, was there. I love wagon tails interiors and like their storage is like superb, but like they don't listen to like the people that say like things are constant like. The things that keep having, like, I feel like companies like Wagon Tails and maybe Hanvey, I don't know, but like, I know Wagon Tails will constantly have complaints about their generators and they've had it for years. So you would think they would go with a different company completely. And they don't, they still have the same generator, same issues. I see it all the time. And like, it's one of the reasons why I didn't look into RV generators. Um, yes, they're whisper quiet. Um, but I just see like may big issues. And the Honda was way out of reach for my startup. Um, so I went with like, I guess a standard, I call it a construction style generator. Um, but I guess it's just a standard generator um, that has like, that can take on a heavy load. It's loud. You can hear it in my trailer, but like, we don't mind. Like the dogs don't mind. I don't mind. It doesn't stress anyone out. Um, and I can like today was 110 degrees while I was working and I had both my ACs going. I had to turn one off completely because my nose was dripping and I was so fucking cold. Like I was freezing. That seems like the best problem to have. It is. Degree weather. It is. It gets so frosty in there that like I was shivering. And so I had to turn it off. And then I turned it back on um, like 10 minutes before I had to go because I started sweating. But yeah, like it, it's a wonderful problem. And I can do that because I have a hardy fucking generator that I've had for four years. I know. Um, I'm like. I was just thinking that in my head, I was like, you haven't had to replace your generator. I mean, that would be like the first thing you have to replace. Yeah. You haven't even had, you haven't replaced your AC either. You just got another one. Yeah. Pretty much. That's so like your, your build out has like been pretty sturdy. Yeah. In comparison to a lot of other, others build out. And like, you know, you have to replace and repair always. Like that's just how it is with anything. But, like, yours yeah. has been, like, pretty solid. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I mean, I 
I definitely agree. Um, there's another mobile groomer out here. She's always down with generator issues. Always. I think she has an Onan. Onan or a Cummings. And I'm like, dude, just get like a regular generator. Like they fucking last. Like, well, yeah. Well, and it's this generator only cost me a thousand dollars, and I barely keep up with oil. Like it's bad. I'm really bad at oil. Yeah, I know you are. And it's great. But anyways, um, so that's kind of like our idea that we're toying with right now. We won't jump on anything until Harvey's out of school. Um, but the concept of expanding is difficult for me to grasp because it's just doing it it's there's there's no trick to it there's no strategic plan there's no nothing it's just you go into debt that's what it is you just you just go apply for a loan get your loan pay for your build out employ and grow what like that's difficult for me conceptually yeah i mean i understand because it's like i mean the american life and the american dream is to be in perpetual debt so you kind of have to be okay with that because it's never going to end but like debt and income can be the same yeah at the same time and you can still be okay like living wise because there's people who are thousands of dollars in debt and they're chilling because debt is always going to be there it's just really hard because it's it's just really hard to grasp i get it but i mean if you have no other route but expansion then like yeah i guess you just kind of have to do it right yeah. I mean, it would definitely help us financially. Even though you're going into debt financially. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, well, right? Because, you know, like mobile, well, just grooming in general, your, your turnaround is so fast. Like within my first year of business, I paid off my truck. Yeah. So. Like, you kind of get out of treading water fairly quickly, as long as you're priced right and you're smart. Um, but, so that is what's nice about our industry. Yeah. But, there's yeah, plenty, there's plenty of business to be had out here. Oh, yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it for Super Zoo. Nothing really crazy this year. Didn't really run into anybody other than Miss Ciara. Um, and of course, I chatted with Jay Scruggs and Suzeko. Of course, got to say hi to them. Yeah. Um, I chatted with... Well, I shouldn't say I chatted. Like, we chatted, you know. Like... I asked for help from, uh, what's her face? What was her name? Sarah. Sarah. Sarah Druin. Yeah. She was nice. Oh, and, uh, Tony. 
I talked to Tony and his wife, Nina. Your boobs have gotten so fucking big. Yes, they have. Especially because I started pumping more. Sorry, I didn't mean to get distracted. I was literally listening to you and looking at paperwork at the same time. And then I look up and there's just titties in my face. So before podcasting, I was messing around and I walked up to Harvey and I popped him in the face with my titty. And he was just sitting there for like 30 minutes. I was like, are you okay? And he was like, that really hurt. (laughs) He's like, my head hurt. It was pretty funny. So, but we got tons of stories. Um, And then I realized, I think I, yeah, I think we read this story. Um, the one about the vet clinic, right? Yeah. The chick who is, um, the groomer that, uh, started off at a vet clinic and she thought she was going to be a really good groomer and they just gave her YouTube videos, a broken blow dryer bathtub that only had hot water. Yeah. We read that one. Did we? It's been so I'm long since sure. we read stories. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we read that one. Yeah. We read that one. So I have stories okay so let's get started all right so there's like um there's like a yeah can you hear me yeah okay so there's like a paragraph um basically saying uh, she loves us and yeah but we're not gonna say names Right. And I just, um, and I'm hoping that I gendered this person correctly. Um, and I shouldn't have gendered them in the first place. My bad. If you wanted to stay anonymous. So let's just get into the story. Okay. Let's get with stories. Okay, cool. A few years ago, I groomed in a garage. Now I know what you're thinking. You a garage, but I promise you it was nice. We are not thinking that. I groom in a garage too. It had epoxy floors and it looked just like a grooming salon. At the time, all the dogs came in the morning and I would just call them as I finished them. So um, I had two Yorkies that were a family and two crusty white dogs that were a family. I got the two Yorkies done and then put them in a kennel and called their parents. I let the other family's two white dogs kind of run around and I was going to start working on them while... All of a sudden, I had to shit. I was trying to hold. I was trying to hold it for these two Yorkie owners to come, and nope, they didn't come. I ran to the bathroom so I could go quick. This was the biggest mistake ever. It was very satisfying shit. I was now cool, calm, and collected, ready to head back into the salon. When I opened the garage door, it was a shit show. There was. Uh, there is a door that goes outside to the garage and it is usually locked with the chair in front of it. I walked out and the door was wide open with the chair knocked over. I was like, Oh God. Oh God. I was right. There standing was the owners of the two Yorkies looking at me shocked. I didn't hear. Did they see her shit? It didn't explain if the bathroom was open to the public, so I don't know. Um, um, 
there standing was the owners of the two Yorkies looking at me shocked. And then I peered over to the garage door and at the bottom of it was open. Uh, I literally looked at them and said, what the fuck? They immediately said that they were sorry. Nobody answered when they knocked and they thought the garage door opener was the doorbell. They just let the dogs out. Why even come into a salon when they are not answering the door and then hit the button to the garage? Literally, there was a chair in front of it. Like, what? No. I slammed the door shut, closed the garage door, and ran back inside to grab my boss, who was in the middle of showering. Wait, what? <laughs> they were so showering? On. Well, like, I because understand, this is their like, person's house, right? Like, I, I, I understand, like, grooming, like, on the, like, the side of the house or, like, a business attached to a house, but like, so the, so the boss was showering. I stormed into the bathroom and screamed, there is a dog loose garage door open. He so burst, ran into this person's bathroom, <laughs> chee cheese or dick out. Like uh, he, he burst out wrapped in a towel with oh. around him with soap still in his hair and takes off to the garage. What now we were both like, Tugging it out real quick. <laughs> right? Now we, are, now we are both in the garage trying to locate the dogs. Thankfully, one is under the tool station. But, of course, it was the nice one. And, oh, yeah, I failed to mention one of them is evil. Well, the other <laughs> one is not to be found. We immediately go outside to see the next-door neighbors trying to catch this dog running loose in their yard. We immediately go after it. Now I'm not a fit person. We are in the mountains where it goes up and down hills after hills. I'm also from a low elevation and I was very high elevation. I don't know what that means, to be honest, because I live in that Vegas. and I don't less air. Like it's harder to breathe when you get like the oxygen is so rich up there. In higher elevations. Yeah, I believe so. so. So, like, if you're, like, from the low down, like, you're used to, like, not breathing good oxygen. and then No, we go wait, to, like, I think it's the opposite. I think the higher elevation means less oxygen. Because, like, the closer you get to space, right, you lose oxygen. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. But, like, you can explain to me um, how that makes sense. And then I will probably understand. Um, cause I'm not a fit person and, um, I probably will die going from low to high or high to low too. Okay. So moving on, I was in no shape to be running around this much. We got super close to getting it, but then when somebody tried to grab him, it bit the guy. Oh, now no. this dog is all the way up and over probably about a mile away from the top of a flat hill. And I just see my boss chasing after this dog in a bath towel with no shoes, no hesitation. We were probably 20 minutes or at least 20 minutes away from the house. I am all the way back huffing and puffing about to collapse. These owners that let the dogs out of the salon were nowhere to be find, found. Finally, the, the dog gets stuck in a fence and my boss was able to catch it. Thank God it is caught. We are dying. We start walking back. We both think about how bad this could have went. The dog ran all the way up two hills through construction on the side of a road and through half of a farm until it was done. Now we are off of a farm on the way back to the garage. Out of nowhere, the clients who let out the dogs pulled up and asked if we needed a ride. Immediately, we said yes. 
most awkward car ride of our lives. Thank goodness he was not freshly groomed. Thank goodness we caught him. Thank goodness the state is 420 friendly. Thank goodness those owners never found out. That night he installed another lock on the garage door and unplugged the garage door and took out the bottom. I'd never been so sore in my life. Lesson learned. Never again will I leave a room because I have to shit. Okay, so there was a lot that went on here and... Like, I get it. Like, businesses attached to houses in small towns. Like, I've lived in a small town. This is very common. And it's just, like, the easiest way to do business. And it's very lucrative. Like, you know, just, like, it being another piece of your property. But you having to take a shit and the the salon not being properly, like... Doesn't sound like your problem. It sounds like the it, owner's problem. <laughs> this was definitely the owner's bad and not the owners of the two Yorkies that were coming in to pick their dogs up because they made a stupid ass mistake. Yes. But like the owner should have, if you're going to set up your salon uh, in a garage, do not have it. So like if the garage door opens, the dogs get loose and you have to run like miles away just to catch the dog in, yeah. in the Chonies. So the owner done fucked up and like I, I would have really- thought disconnecting the garage door opener would have been like the first thing you do. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. creating your business, like the garage door doesn't need to be operable at all. Yeah. Cause the further down in, cause like I just do like, I don't do like legit dogs in my house. I just have all my grooming stuff in my garage And it's not a legit salon. It's not legit at all. It's like one or two dogs a month that can't go to salons that come to my house. This is like an actual business because you have a boss. So like it should be properly set up with like all of the bells and whistles. And if you're going to have two dogs run loose when two dogs are locked up and there's only four dogs there, that's, it doesn't seem like if everything's safe, it doesn't seem that bad. And then where's the bathroom? Because OSHA regulations are usually like there needs to be a bathroom per so many square feet. And if you have a business in a garage, there has to be a bathroom there. If you have an employee, that's the bathroom is probably inside the house. Well, there was a bathroom inside the house because that's where she ran. She ran to go get the owner who was. Yeah. So my understanding is, they were probably in their bedroom. So this whole situation, it sounds like the house and garage, right? Yeah. And so they probably went to the guest bathroom located. Usually there's a bathroom near a garage. And so they probably went potty there and then had to run to the master bedroom or the main bedroom to get the owner. Why would you, like, this all seems like a clusterfuck. Like, like, well, I'm glad everybody's lessons were learned and nobody was hurt. Yeah. Um, but. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you had to run. Yeah, you- I know that feeling of having to run after dogs in parking lots. Sucks. Get out of breath. I have so never I have never had to do that. Um because you guys all scared me to death. 
you scared me. Um, I saw a dog get hit by a car that ran out from Banfield. It was like a golden retriever and the car hit him, but it was like not that bad. Like the dog was fine. Um, the car stopped pretty, it was going very slow and it stopped pretty suddenly, but I mean, it knocked the dog over. So I saw that. And then I had seen a dog get loose out of its leash and almost bolted out of the front doors and I caught it. Um, and the dog was nice, didn't bite me. And then when we were at the salon together and then one of the, like a schnauzer got loose or whatever. Oh Yeah. Yeah, uh, because an employee opened up the door from her smoke break. Yeah, and then also a groomer that we know, um, our friend was a bather there. She used to keep the door open and propped up, and a dog would jump over the the lobby area and out the door, because the door was already open. So, like... These things happen, but like, yeah. they've happened so much in grooming history. Like, we should really honestly learn from it and like make sure that there's proper. Yeah. Like, advice. I haven't had a dog knock on wood run um, it, from my business, but m all my dogs have a slip lead on them. But you also, um, owners can't get into your trailer because you lock the trailer behind you too once you're in the trailer oh yeah so like 100%. yeah so like this situation was because of owners decided they wanted to pop in um and open up doors that they shouldn't have opened right so like well, if don't somebody get me wrong, to, like, people try i won't yeah. open that door if someone's knocking no, yeah i don't open it fuck no i mean stranger danger but it's also smart and safe for the dogs too so like because they could just like freak out if they see the owner and like run out if they wanted to yeah all right so we got another one okay you ready for this yeah let's do it okay so um i'm a mobile groomer in oklahoma i had an unfortunate infuriating event happen last week um, that I really need to vent to someone about. So last Tuesday, I pulled up to my client's home to groom his schnauzer and he came out sobbing. I asked him what was wrong and he said he thought his new lab puppy was sick. From events in the past, I know this man does not bring his pets to the vet, so I passively aggressively asked what the vet said was going on. He lied and said the vet wanted to kill his puppy because she had epilepsy. And he would never pay someone to kill an animal. He said his lab puppy, yeah, he said his lab puppy had epilepsy from the beginning and it was genetic. I know this is a lie because his daughter confirmed the puppy never went to the vet. I was also against this guy buying this puppy because he is low income as it is, hence no vet care for any of the pets in the house. Anyways, I grabbed the schnauzer and headed into the van. I stand there thinking about the conversation, decide to ask to see the sick lab before I groom, before the groom started. He argued for a bit about me seeing her, but eventually caved and walked me to a pen where the puppy was being kept. The dog was fucking emaciated. 
bones protruding every, everywhere. Oh you could God. see the shape of the dog's skull. It was wow. absolutely fucking terrible. This rambunctious, healthy lab puppy that I had seen five weeks prior oh. wouldn't even lift her head. I told the owner she needed to go to the vet right now. He went on about not letting the vet kill his dog and that he was hospicing her. He said that hospicing? she was getting... Yes. Does he she, even know what epilepsy is? Like, well, Remember, he's lying about that. I know that. But, like, you don't hospice an epileptic dog. So the dog clearly is like visibly dying and saying he's hospicing her for whatever reason. It just, I don't think this is clearly pride and ego neglect and and it's, and it's psychopathic. It's being abusive. It's abuse, but being covered up completely by your ego because whatever you can't admit it. He's, um, he said that she was getting better and uh, even managed to walk outside on her own to go potty earlier that day. I told him this isn't normal. A puppy only having the strength to walk for a few minutes isn't normal. I told him he isn't hospicing the puppy. He's allowing the dog to suffer while slowly dying. Hospice patients are giving painkillers and other things to ease their last days. And you, sir, are not doing that. I handed him back his schnauzer and told him we're going to the vet. Grooming is canceled. He protested with reasons like he doesn't have the money, the puppy is getting better, his car won't start, etc. I countered with, I will pay and I will drive. I 100% thought this puppy would be euthanized for epilepsy or whatever undiagnosed genetic condition she had. She was on death's doorstep. I called around several vets and finally found one willing to take the emergency, emergency euthanasia case and book the appointment. The owner was very sad. He didn't want his puppy to die, but I finally got through to him about why this puppy needed the kindness of euthanasia. I loaded the owner and the puppy in the grooming van and took off to the vet. He protested a few times on the car ride, but mostly cried. We go to the vet and are rushed into the back. The vet examined the puppy and suggested more testing because he felt he could save or the puppy could be saved. The owner declined. So the vet suggested he would surrender the puppy and they would handle the expense. He accepted this option after coaxing from both me and the vet staff. You should not be coaxed. If you can't do it, somebody saying, give me your dog. We will take care of it. Just just say yes. Just say yes. And this is the fight that this person has been giving probably their family members and the groomer the whole time. I dropped the owner off, um, uh, back off at home and groomed whatever clients were left after uh, the last minute cancellation that I had to make for this situation. So I'm sure you want to know the outcome of this puppy. They ran tests and did surgery, but the puppy did not make it. Why do you ask? A fucking foreign body obstruction. An ailment that is treated sooner could have resulted in an alive lab puppy. The fucking dog starved to uh, death sometime between when I saw it five weeks earlier till that vet visit and that's why she's fucking seizing I fucking hate people thank you for allowing me to vent I don't have many groomer friends here in Oklahoma so I really needed this the dog swallowed something it wasn't supposed to swallow and it could have had an easy surgery well not easy but could have went and 
got it removed. Yeah. And if you just took your dog to the vet and couldn't handle it, probably then and there, the, uh, the vets probably would have done the same thing. Surrender the dog. We will take care of it. Mm-hmm. And like, I get it. Like, when you're broke and you're poor, I don't think you shouldn't have a companion. Um, I 100% understand that, like, when you're living, like, paycheck to paycheck, not even that or below that, or you're on, like, you know, government or welfare or assistance, like it is fucking hard. And I do believe you deserve companionship, but there is understanding reality and working within your means. And if you have no means, there are ways to have that companionship. Um, well, here's the thing. They already had companionship. They had a exactly. Exactly. They didn't need to have another dog mm-hmm. if you can't afford an extra dog. It sounds like yes. they can afford the one dog, but you can't afford the second dog. And so now this puppy was tortured, essentially. Yeah, for, for weeks. Um, because, and, you know, it takes, it takes a lot. Like... It takes a lot for a dog to starve to death, like a lot for a dog to starve to death. So it had gone so long that it was convulsing because the the functions of the brain are like starting to shut down. And this groomer basically, you know, knows the truth behind everything. And this owner would rather lie. And lie about the whole situation and just keep lying. It's going to get no, it's your ego at that point. Yeah. You know, like people are more understanding when you're going through shit, if you're open and honest about it versus when you're constantly lying about it, because that makes you a bad person. What that person did made them a bad person. 100%. And honestly, I would fire them. They'd never be a client of mine again. Yeah. I could not be able to look that person in the face. Exactly. Like, so this reminds me of a story. Um, It did not, I don't know the ending to the story. I could only go so far with it because it wasn't my salon. Um, but we had a puppy that would, I took pictures and everything that would progressively getting skinnier. And we had multiple conversations with her saying that your puppy is getting, it's very skinny and it's getting skinnier every time it comes in. And she kept saying, well, it's because my dog's not altered. And I'm like, that's, I, that's not the case. We have tons of altered dog, unaltered dogs that are here and they are not emaciated like this puppy was. And so I finally told her like, if your dog comes back in and is still skinny, I'm going to have to reach out to animal control. And I think I actually did reach out to animal control. I can't remember, but I, um, I know I did tell her and we never saw the dog again. 
we yeah. never saw her so i don't know what happened um but you i think you did the right thing that poor puppy was shouldn't have gone through what that puppy had gone through but they're no longer going through it now yeah it's unfortunate that that person's a piece of shit yeah and this happened a couple weeks ago like even though the person is saying that it's like happened like two days before they wrote that (laughs) um but you know I hope you got to talk to somebody else about it. I mean, venting to us is we appreciate it. This is obviously a learning experience for everyone, but um, that's 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 a lot. That's really heavy because you're is. dealing with a lot right there. And it's hard too, you know, because you fear whether we like it or not. We do fear for our our business, our personal safety. Like, what are they going to do? You know, yeah, in retaliation, in re- maybe. Exactly. And it, and it's sad that we have to feel that way, but it's valid. Like you did the right thing. 100%. Like that's a hard thing to do to stand up to someone, especially a man, you know, in such a vulnerable state, you're on their turf in their territory. And, and you like brought them into your van and you kind of, you brought them into your van and you chauffeured them around. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like That's... you were pretty brave to do all of that. Yeah. I can't say if I would have done the same or not. I don't know what I would have done, but that's huge. You should be proud of yourself. Yeah. That's, that's sad. I'm pretty sure, like, unfortunately, this will weigh on you for possibly forever. Not weigh, like, you know, because it lightens up as time goes on. But, like, it's a story you won't ever forget. A core memory. Unfortunately, yeah. Sad. What an asshole. Like, just send us his picture and we'll accidentally leak it and see what happens. Like, we'll just put it on TikTok. Like, we'll just put it on TikTok and let TikTok do its work. Because one thing I learn about TikTok is they don't like Karens, Chads, Brads, or animal abusers. <laughs> and <laughs> racists. And, you know, all of the above. And they'll do their work. They'll get him, like fired from his job I'm just kidding I don't know we'll see what happened <laughs> like because you know like at first glance yeah like I feel bad for this person because obviously they're not well off they're struggling but then that all goes out the window when they keep which, lying and they don't stop yeah the neglect the lying and then the having to be convinced to turn over the dying dog they're saying like we think we can do something and you're still like no 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 no. i don't feel bad for you anymore you're right where you need to be in life exactly like okay so like i understand like a lot of times like economic status can go hand in hand with mental illness and when people are kind of like 
doing those things, I generally, cause I've, I've seen it. I've seen it all. Like, you know, just living so poor and like living with other really, really poor people. Like I've seen stuff like this. And when you, you start hearing like the shit that he keeps saying, I start thinking like mental illness. And, but then I also heard in my head, like when you make your mental illness, someone else's problem that still makes you an asshole, you know? So then I'm like, this person is still a bad person. Like there's like no room for sympathizing when it's like continuing, like the cycle of viciousness just is yeah. continuing continuing out of his fucking mouth. And there's no room for empathy or sympathy when there's multiple people in this person's life saying what you're doing is wrong. Stop. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Mm a poor puppy had to pay the price. Sad. On a lighter note, I have oh. a new cat and it's matted and I don't know what to do because I've only groomed like two cats my whole life. I can help you. I shave pennies, butthole and vagina and stomach. <laughs> Okay, yeah, you can show me. I need advice from our listeners. Like, what is a good cat shampoo and, like, conditioner? I'll probably oh. just look at Melissa Hall's TikToks. Like, I know a lot of people like Chubbs, but I use Chubbs out here, and our water's too hard for Chubbs. Okay, so I used Chubbs on a dog, and I fucking hated it, but I guess if you use it on a cat, it's different. But no, it sucked really bad. It still has that filmy, greasy feeling. Feeling. It's because our water, our water is not conducive for solid soap. That makes sense. Too hard. It left Penny like, like I didn't even wash her, and I bathed her. I think like two to three times with the bar soap. I know. I keep seeing like so. There's this. Lady on TikTok, her name is Melissa Hall. She's a competitive cat groomer or like a master groomer, master cat groomer. And she has like classes and stuff like that. So I follow her TikTok, just like curiosity, whatever. Like I said, guys, I don't do any of these grooms, but I'm still looking at these grooms. And she uses chub bars all the time. And she uses like other shampoos and they all look beautiful. Like the cats are all fluffy and glossy. And I use chubs bars like maybe twice on a dog and like, I just, when I look at it, I'm like, ugh, it feels disgusting. Yeah. And someone told me I used it wrong. I'm like, how, how do you use it wrong? It's a bar. I put it on a washcloth, put it on the cat. And then I also used it with the bar onto the cat. And yeah. it's still like, how the fuck do you go wrong? Like, Yeah. She uses it straight like on the cat. Yeah. So like, how did I, your cat is like scaring. Mine? She's so cute. Ace? Yeah. So, She's so bad. did you get the munchkin? No, fuck that cat. That cat's evil. I got, it's black, white, and it's like a Persian mix. Mm. Whatever the smush face is, it's really cute. And it has a fucked up haircut. Himalayan? Himalayans can be smushy too. 
Uh, maybe. I don't know. But it's black and white. It's declawed. She got it from the shelter with her sister. And she has a fucked up haircut because she already shaved some mats out. So she has like a patch missing from the side of her. And um, um, she just looks awful. And um, yeah, and, but she still has some mats in there. And I don't know how to get them out. You, if you want to try and rush them out, if you think that they're salvageable, you can use cornstarch. She needs to be, I'm going to bathe her and like do everything on her all over again because she does need to be brushed because she's shedding so bad like she came from a hoarding situation so like the house is pretty full of cats yeah and not that my house is looking any better right now because if you see my living room it's full of laundry um but like underneath the floors are clean (laughs) and like I only have one cat and one dog that like. I know. Now I, you have three animals. I have four technically. Because I have that oh. dumbass snake. Oh, yeah. It's not a real pet, but it's still in a tank that takes up space in my house. I thought you guys were selling that. I thought that was gone. Don't believe anything that comes out of my husband's mouth. I haven't talked to Chris in like forever. I, I know, but said. he did. He did say he was going to get rid of that snake a long time ago, <laughs> and then now he's not going to get rid of the snake. He wants the snake, but like the snake is, it's it's a snake. Yeah, no reptile. No reptile. I didn't even want this other cat. So why did you take it? Because. Because why? Because. That's a huge favor. It's the sweetest cat, and she has no place for the other cats. So, like, she has this bitch-ass cat named Bacon, and it's, like, a really anti-social cat, so I don't know what she's going to do with that cat. And then the sister to the cat that I'm taking is going to go to her mom, and she's going to take another evil cat, which is the munchkin cat. She's taking that cat. But she can't take all four of the cats. So that's like three cats out of the house, and then she's taking a cat. So that places all the cats. No, the bacon one doesn't have a home. She has no idea what she's doing with bacon. Oh. The bitch-ass cat. She has... And then the sister is, like, not nice anymore to this cat that I took. So I just took the nicest cat, because I have kids. And I wanted my cat to like me, but my cat doesn't like me. No, because you groom- keep bringing animals in the house. Okay, well, I babysit my family's dogs, and then (laughs) that's really it. And then I bathe her, and so she hates me because I clip her nails and I bathe her. That sucks. (laughs) That sucks. Yeah. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Um, so we are out until next time. Uh, you can listen to us on, oh wait, no, you can follow us. Wait, uh, uh, yep. You can follow us on Instagram, face and Facebook. Um, you can send us your stories to groomerhumor at gmail.com, or you can go to our fabulous website at 
shit on the table.com. <laughs> um, and you can tell your friends to listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon Podcasts. Yeah. Almost any stream. Yeah, any streaming or, website. Yeah, any streaming website. Or you can go onto our website. Our latest are up there. Um, yeah. So that's it, guys. Bye.